Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 003, Getting Ready to Be Ready. How do we open to our own creativity? What would change for you if you paid attention to the creative process instead of focusing only on the end product? Pam and V talk about the cycle of creativity and how to enhance your own experience as you surf your creative flow. Hi, Virginia. Hi, Pam. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, just the uh, just the, the end of the holidays. <laughs> and some people may be listening to this like six months from now, but isn't there always some kind of holiday or celebration coming around? Uh, but we're recording this uh, in the new year. And so uh, this is the first time we've hung out since all of the holidays have happened. So considering everything, I'm doing really well. How about you? Excellent. <laughs> Happy New Year. And all things considered, I feel like I'm doing pretty well, too. There was a lot of cracking open in 2019, a lot of intensity in the last couple of months of last year. And yet, with all of that behind us, I feel as ready as I believe I can to step into the new year and also the new decade. Mm. Yeah, it is a new decade. And today I thought it would be great to talk about getting ready to be ready. And um, that is something that has been a new concept for me in the last two or three years. I also know that you talk a lot about sort of the slowing down of winter. So you may bring some of that up too. I have no idea, but I wanted to. I, I was thinking about that as I was thinking about this topic, which is, I have a lot of ideas and projects and my creative brain never turns off. It's kind of one of those good things, you know, bad things like at 11 o'clock at night, I'll create a whole book idea in my head. Um, (laughs) But it also is great when I need to create something. Um, But it's this, this is, there is a period for me where I'm getting ready to be ready. And I, always seem to try to rush through that because that doesn't seem like the important time to me but I have learned and I'm remembering as I'm saying this right now that the getting ready to be ready time is so much more preparation and investment and commitment and on a deep deep level that there is uh, no purpose in rushing it and actually it cannot be rushed (laughs) and I'm just kind of prolonging it by fighting it and resisting it. Um, But I love this phase and this sort of place. Sometimes it feels like your feet aren't on the ground where I'm getting ready to be ready. Do you, uh, do you relate to that? (laughs) I relate to that on so many levels. And I 
absolutely agree with you that we tend to rush through the preparation phase. We, we want to just get to the end goal. And I think it's very easy for us to forget that while the end goal is where we think the payoff is, the true magic is actually in the process of digging in and doing the work and creating. This is one of the earliest topics I remember having realizations about when I started this work a few years ago. One of my very first uh, live broadcasts on social media, I remember, was talking about the ebb and the flow of creativity. And it came after I had had my first creative high, so to speak, um, just in being able to produce something and carry it through to completion and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I had this emotional and energetic dip in which I believed in that moment that I would never be able to create anything again. Because I kept, I believed after that creative peak that it would just continue to flow like that. And I had not yet come to recognize the creative cycle. Just as with so many other aspects of our lives, with our physical bodies, with our thought processes, with our creative endeavors, with our well, even with the seasons, even with the seasons of the planet, even with the cycles of the moon, uh, there's, an, there's a rhythm. There's an ebb and a flow that happens. And nothing is sustainable over time on its own. And this ties into so many, uh, so many topics. It ties into light and shadow. It ties into and I don't want to get carried away, but bringing it back to creativity, when we hit that creative peak, it's like riding the crest of a wave. It's like surfing. And you're standing on top of the surfboard, and the sun is shining, and you can see people cheering on the shore, and you're riding the crest of the wave, and you think, wow, this feels so amazing. I absolutely love this, and I wish it would go on forever. And as lovely as that thought is, in my experience, the truth is that there's a crest and a trough, just like there is to the waves in the ocean, just like there is to every cycle of our existence. And when we hit that peak, it's so magical. And there's a, almost an adrenaline rush or a dopamine rush that we get from that feeling of success. And I can't believe I got here. And then... In that excitement, it's easy to forget that then there's going to be a trough after the peak of the wave. There's going to be a trough in which the energy goes back down, the creativity goes back down. And I remember getting, getting essentially bumped off that peak and thinking to myself, oh my gosh, it's, it's gone. I'll never be able to create anything again. And then I recognized as I sat with that and felt that it was almost a sense of loss or a sense of despair because in that moment I believed that I could really not ever come up with anything else. And looking back on it now, I recognize uh, 
uh, I just recognized the naivete of that. But also, I had to sit in that feeling and be able to recognize that it wasn't true in order to be able to then wade into the trough and do the work and roll up my sleeves and say, okay, it's time to create something else. And that's where I find the true magic happens is in the work, is in digging in and rolling up our sleeves and saying, okay, that idea was wonderful and I carried it through to completion and I can still do that and what's next? It's not an either or. That's something else I've come to learn. And so when you say getting ready to get ready, I think to myself, what does that mean? And I think what it means is putting the pieces into place to allow ourselves to get into that creative flow. What do I need in my workspace? What do I need in my knowledge to be able to open myself to creating? Sometimes it's as simple as some sort of a tangible tool. One of the things I recognized in the past year, especially in the last half of 2019, is that when I rely on my calendar that's on my phone, I develop blind spots. And so then it's harder for me to create structure in new areas of my workday because I just, I, I fall into my default of, oh, I'll take care of it when it comes up. And I don't schedule time and I don't structure time to be able to be productive when I have that time available. I, I don't know what your schedule is like, but being a mother and a wife and a household runner, uh, I have limited windows of time in which I can actually do this type of work, this coaching work, uh, which I love. And in order to make the most of my time, I have to provide myself structure. Using the calendar on my phone has not been giving me the structure that I say I'm looking for. So what's a tangible, a simple tangible solution to that? For me, it's going back to a paper date book planner in which I am now writing appointments with myself the way that I would write appointments to show up at an outside meeting or to show up at a collaborative effort like this one. I have this appointment with you in my calendar every week and I know it's coming. But when it comes to creating the structure for myself, I'm finding that the phone calendar isn't, isn't helping me. So switching to a simple new tool that I will use feels more effective for me in the moment. And that is a way that I get ready to get ready. When I give myself that structure, then it takes one bit of worry out of my mind. How am I going to find the time to be creative? Well, I will set myself an appointment in my paper planner that is creating space for me to be creative. I'm creating space to create. And when I allow that, then I can give myself the opportunity to get into the flow because I know I have 
two or three or four hours available that I've set aside specifically for that. So it's really just about keeping it simple when our ego minds really want to blow it up and conflate it and make it all seem so very hard because that's what keeps us stuck. When I find a simple solution, then I say, oh, I can use this tool to make it simple. And that allows me to get into the creative flow. Yeah. Ah, so wonderful. Yeah, I, um, wow. I, it's sort of like, I know that there's this period of getting ready to be ready. And then I have a little amnesia as something is coming up. But then I, there is a, there is a partial knowing that this is part of the process. And <clears throat> that has gotten better over time. Uh, I really appreciate your practical application of that. And that is, that is us guiding ourselves and us leading ourselves. I was thinking when you were talking about, um, you know, the ebb and flow of things. <clears throat> I remember when I was in my youth group back when I was a teenager and we would go to the mountains for the weekend and we would have this like peak experience. It would, it would feel like we were in this bubble. Everything was flowing. Everyone loved each other. <laughs> and there was this time at the end where we were literally on top of a mountain and we wanted to hold on to that mountaintop experience. We did not want to let it go. And our leaders would say to us, this is one experience. This is one part of your whole life. And what we hope is you take this and then live it out there in the world and carry it out there with you. We we can't all stay on top of this mountaintop. <laughs> so when you talked about riding the wave, I just remembered that. And I, I, sometimes I have run small groups. We have run groups together and people get this connection and they feel so in the flow and so connected and the love is so pure that people <clears throat> don't want it to end. <laughs> and I think that is, um, <clears throat> that is the part you're talking about where it is kind of intoxicating uh, to be in that, that phase, but it is just one part of our experience. And so for me, it has felt like there's this, it feels like my feet are moving slower in the last month or two as I kind of have opened up to some new things happening in 2020. But really it is my own deep sense of knowing that this is a time of understanding, commitment, investment, resting, uh, not seeking that mountaintop high, um, receiving. I've had to do more receiving and not even had to. I've done some more receiving during this time. I've said no to more things because way more commitments happen during the holidays than any other time for me. And, um, <clears throat> and so I think that this getting ready to be ready period has its own nuanced, beautiful essence that I want to give as much value, even more maybe, as I do to that mountaintop experience. Um, and I haven't said it in that way before, but this really sort of feels like um, 
I don't value this time because it doesn't feel as productive, but without this time, there would be nothing at all. So, uh, wow, thank you for letting me just express that. So, yeah, that was so thank really you. really beautifully said, Pam, and I think you're absolutely right. This is part of the process, and I think we tend to discount this kind of percolation time because as a society, we're always looking for what's the next instant thing that I can do? Where's the next place that I can get immediate gratification? We've put aside the importance of slowing down, of resting, of allowing ourselves to replenish when really without that, we can't sustain the energy that we're putting out when we are creative and when we are riding that high, the peak experience. Um, especially now, the season of winter in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, nature is dormant right now, getting ready for what's going to bloom in the spring. And that's not very long away. That's less than, I think it's about 70 days away that spring is going to come here in the Northern Hemisphere. And right now, although it doesn't look like anything is happening, here where I live, the ground is covered with snow and ice. But already underneath the dirt, there are plants and seeds that are harnessing the energy to spread their roots and send their shoots up through the ground toward the sunshine. So if you want to use that as a metaphor, even though it looks like nothing is happening on top, underneath the energy is already shifting to allow that growth. And I think we tend to forget that in our present day because we're so ready to just grasp the next shiny object. So I would invite people to take the opportunity to slow down and really settle in and allow that part of the process as well. Because as you said, without that, there's nothing, there's nothing else. There's nothing to create without that percolation period. It's so, it's, I was going to say it's so funny, but it's not, it's that before you started talking, I started thinking, this is like planting seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and I talk about that a lot with people um, that want the thing right now. They want the relationship to be different. They want to love themselves fully right now. They want to have that difficult conversation. They want to know how to have a difficult conversation right now without planting the seeds. But it's true. It is this is, it's all part of it. We really look at the end so much, um, but it is not, it is not about the end, as you said earlier. It's really about the adventure of it all and, and all parts of it. And so um, as I am birthing new things this year, not literally, but <laughs> creating new things, um, what I'm taking away from our conversation today is I'm going to focus on one thing at a time which is very hard for me to do. Uh, but I want to focus on one, that one thing that is really, you know, kind of been there for a while and, and is ready to be, to, to come out. And I am stepping into that new space with it. And I'm going to just embrace those spaces and those downtimes for what they are, which is part of the process. That is so beautifully said, Pam. What a wonderful gift to take away. 
I am going to take away the gift of simplicity and of using simple tools to make my process even simpler so that I can truly open to the creative flow when it arrives. So I'm curious to our listeners, what are you getting ready to be ready for? How do you see this process helping you? Uh, what is waiting and forming in you right now that is soon to come to fruition? We thank you so much for being here with us and for listening today. We hope you'll join us next time on Inside Job with V and Pam. And remember, change is an inside job.